0: Welcome once again to Leto's Law. Here's Steve Leto. A whole bunch of people sent me this story, uh, and this is crazy. So from Fox News, Army Injustice. Thousands of soldiers and veterans slapped with misleading criminal record. And I checked around and I found a bunch of stories on this. And so I'm going with this version because this is the one that several people sent me. But it's also the most comprehensive. uh, By Hannah Ray Lambert. We are branded as criminals. Soldiers never charged with wrongdoing say the Army investigation has ruined their careers. A decade after the Army ended a recruiting program embroiled in accusations of fraud and mismanagement, more than 2,400 soldiers who were never charged with wrongdoing are likely shackled by a misleading flag on their criminal records. We're branded as criminals, Army Captain uh, Gilberto de Leon told Fox News. There was times when I broke down on my knees, my career ruined, about to lose my pension. How am I going to support my family? Soldiers and veterans say they've lost jobs, been denied bank loans or weapons permits, and suffered other consequences because of an obscure Army process that treats anyone who's been investigated as guilty. I did nothing wrong, said a South Carolina Army National Guard captain who was several years into a career as a police officer when this flag popped up on his background check. And the flag, of course, was in his military record. I was never arrested. I was never charged. I lost my job. The soldiers' ordeal started in 2005 at the height of the uh, wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. The U.S. military needed more personnel. So, they started a program called the National Guard Recruiting Assistance Program, or GRAP, and its smaller Army Reserve counterpart, ARRAP. Okay, I don't make these ones up. Programs created thousands of temporary recruiters overnight, offering $2,000 for each person that they managed to get signed up. So, it's like a finder's fee if you could find people to get them to come on in. All they had to do is talk to somebody for a few minutes and submit their name so that an actual recruiter could get them in the door. If they shipped to basic training, the recruiting assistants got paid. So, for instance, uh, this one guy said he referred three people and was paid $6,000 while attending the University of South Carolina around 2010. Uh, the other guy participated between 07, 08, and 09. He collected uh, a little over $10,000 for six recruits. Meanwhile, a lawyer and retired Green Beret said the programs, by all accounts, worked fantastic. The Army enlisted more than 150,000 new recruits and reported spending around $459 million on these programs. So trying to get recruits, they're paying bounties for them, and it's working. But in 2012, somebody looked at the GRAP program and the Army ended it. Federal investigators found that the Army had contracted with a company to run the programs in a process that met almost none of the federal acquisition requirements. And that was reported by the USA Today. The National Guard Bureau officer who awarded the contract later went to work for a private company. An Army audit found thousands of participants who were associated with payments that are at high or medium risk for fraud, says a senator who was investigating this back in 2014, As if all that was not bad enough, the Army has determined in its investigation that the entire program was illegal from the beginning. Noting the payments exceeded limits Congress had placed on bonuses the Army could pay, all of that money spent on the program was illegal. So it turns out that the government later came by and said, Oh, this program that we had, where we were paying people to find us soldiers, it was illegal. Because there's guidelines as to how they can and cannot spend their money. So the Army promised to investigate all 106,000 people who were paid by the recruiting program and launched Task Force Raptor. See, it's got to have a cool name if it's in the military, right? So this is not an abbreviation. This is a a cool name. Task Force Raptor. It's cooler sounding than G-Rap. Anyways, it's the biggest investigation in history for the military. Critics of that investigation argued the Army's Criminal Investigation Division Uh, agents made sloppy cases against the recruiting assistants, accusing them of stealing personal information from recruits they'd never met, collecting payment as if they had referred them to the guard. Former recruiting assistants and their lawyers say CID cold-called troops as much as a decade after the fact and asked if they remembered who referred them to the guard. They didn't say the recruiting assistant's name. The investigators assumed the recruiting assistant was guilty. Or criminal misconduct happened, which is absolutely uh, ridiculous, says one attorney who represented around 225 people who were swept up in this. In many cases that I've worked on, we've been able to prove that the recruiting assistant didn't do anything wrong once they were shown a picture of the client. So you go back to 2012 and uh, you helped recruit some people and then those people joined the military and you got paid some money. And you fast forward 10 years and somebody contacts the person that you recruited and says, "Uh, who recruited you? Do you remember? And unless they kicked out your name, then they're going to say, hey, this person committed fraud. That is you for referring them and, and taking the money. So. Army leadership told Congress in 2014 that Task Force Raptor might uncover as much as $100 million in fraud. Now, this is actually the winning paragraph. If you said, Steve, this story you got in your hand here is six pages long. It's got all kinds of paragraphs. If the paragraphs were in competition with one another, which paragraph wins? This one does. I'll start over. Army leadership told Congress in 2014 that Task Force Raptor might uncover as much as $100 million in fraud. Three years later, the Army revised the estimate to $6 million after spending $28 million on the investigation. (laughs) See, this is kind of a story problem for you math nerds. Uh, The Army told Congress that there might be $100 million in fraud out there. They spent $28 million investigating it to discover that there may have been $6 million in fraud. So, assuming that the six is accurate, and by the way, that's an estimate, but assuming it was accurate, they, they spent $22 million more than that to describe that. And so, right about now, taxpayers are out $34 million, assuming it's six in fraud 28 in the investigation. As of 2022, Task Force Raptor resulted in just $400 million. And $78,000 repaid to the U.S. Treasury, which is less than half a million, for those of you who weren't catching that. And $58,000 in fines and fees, according to Army DETA. The Army referred 1,500 cases to civilian authorities. Prosecutors pursued charges in 137 of them. So, again, and I'm a busy man, <laughs> but... The Army says they needed to investigate 106,000 people. Prosecutors pursued charges against 137 of them. 137. Most district attorneys would not touch these cases because they're so tainted with cookie-cutter interrogations, phone interviews, and poor documentation, one attorney said. But thousands of soldiers, and this is the real meat of the story here. Thousands of soldiers who were never charged with a crime and in many cases had no idea they were being investigated became unexpected casualties of Task Force Raptor. One of the targets says that several years into a career as a police officer, when he applied for a concealed weapons permit 2018, he received a denial notice by mail and contacted the licensing of, you know, officials to ask them why. When he received a copy of his background check, It said, ARREST DATE, in all caps, ARREST DATE 2016-03-02. Three charges followed. It said, Aggravated Identity Theft, Wire Fraud, and Fraud. Now, he was never arrested, never charged. And he goes, I had no idea this had happened. No idea. And yet, his record says, ARREST DATE with three charges. And by the way, an arrest is an actual thing. You'd know if you've been arrested. <laughs> it's possible you'd be charged and not know it if they didn't notify you the charges, but you you do know you're being arrested when you get arrested. So he says, "I was never arrested. Never charged. I had no idea this had occurred." During Task Force Raptor, the army titled 2,580 soldiers, according to the data shared with Fox News. Titling is a process within CID that creates a permanent record showing a soldier was the subject of an investigation regardless of whether they're ever charged with a crime. Then the Army forwarded that information to the FBI's criminal database where the titles show up as an arrest. So it might be that the original record simply says that you know investigation and that when they transfer the information into the FBI system, it shows up as an arrest. But no question, it's arrest date with a date and then Charges. Uh, this is one of the most graphic parts of the entire mess. The attorney said, all these people who are simply titled now have a criminal history that is wrong and illegal because they've said that these soldiers and former soldiers were actually arrested or received into custody. And of course, they were never arrested. So 53 soldiers and veterans affiliated with GRAP asked CID to remove the title from their records as of 2021. The Army denied Every single request, according to data an advisor for a U.S. senator, shared with Fox News on the condition of anonymity. Army spokesperson said 10 more people asked the Army to remove their titles in fiscal year 2022. The soldiers and former soldiers who stood up and volunteered to serve and protect our Constitution are now being treated as criminals without any kind of due process rights. Presence of what looks like a pending felony charge, on one man's record meant he couldn't renew his police credentials and he got fired in 2019. So he was never arrested, but there is a record saying he was. There was nothing they could do, he said. They could no longer employ me because they had to have a credentialed law enforcement officer with a clean record. Now, many jobs and professional licenses require applicants to pass a background check. Uh, One of these attorneys says he's represented real estate agents physician assistants, police officers, and other professionals who've had their lives upended by the titling system. These former soldiers that are now trying to get on with a different career are still having to deal with the horrors of G-Rap. If a soldier is still in the Army, the title often makes it difficult, if not impossible, to be promoted. So there's a lot more to the story, but the primary thing is that there was an investigation into this wacky program of paying bounties, in essence, finder's fees, to recruit people into the military. And years later, somebody came forward and said that program wasn't legal. It wasn't done properly. And there's supposed to be ways you do this and how you spend your money, and there's got to be oversight, and that wasn't done. But instead of going after the people who came up with the program and misspent the money, they instead decided to go after the people who were operating within the program who thought it was legal and had been told it was legal. So they go after those people to try to get some of the money back. And uh, as, as goofy as that is, they, s- they spend over $20 million trying to recover $6 million. And then when the dust settles, they refer something like 1,000 people for prosecution. And the prosecutors decline to prosecute all but a little over 100 of them. So it appears that this entire thing is a mess from top to bottom. The biggest problem, though, is the people who got swept up in it, never charged with a crime, never arrested, but the military has a record that says you were arrested and charged with these crimes. And they turn that information over to other law enforcement. So when you go to do your background check, it says, oh, you've been arrested. You were arrested in the military for these crimes when you weren't. (laughs) That's just crazy. And of course, we know that there's a long history in America pointing out the absurdity of, of how our military sometimes works as a bureaucracy, okay? So make it clear here, I will, that the people who serve in our military deserve our utmost respect. And I'm going to tell you right now, I've not served in the military. But people often ask me because I've got stuff on the set that implies that, you know, I, I, I've, I've had something to do. I, these are sent in by viewers. But my father was in the Army. My grandfather was in the Army. My other grandfather was in the Army. I've had uncles in the military, Army, Navy, uh, different divisions. I've known lots of people in the military, clients who are in the military, friends in the military, and people in the military deserve our utmost respect and gratitude, okay? However, our military, as a bureaucracy, often is insanely difficult to deal with. And here, they're doing something horribly wrong. And I understand the idea that they're saying this program was not run properly. So it's possible that some people claimed bounties they weren't entitled to. Or some people somehow said that they recruited this person but didn't. Or somehow got money they weren't entitled to. If that's true, track down those people and and do what you can. And it might be that that's 100 people that they actually prosecuted. That might be. The other people who were simply somehow caught up in this and their name got put on a piece of paper, but they were never charged and never arrested, you don't create a record that says, oh, and they've been arrested. I mean, this is so painfully obvious that it's shocking that it's happening until you go, oh, but it's our military. And I'm not talking about the soldiers. I'm talking about management. Let's let's put it that way. Okay. And. I've known people in the military who talk about how the military management works, not talking about the generals and the colonels and the captains out in the field. We're talking about the management, Washington, how they do things. And here they're doing this completely wrong, completely wrong. So this is a grave injustice and what makes it worse is it's happening to people in the military or former military. And so, you know, a lot of People out there have a career path where they get out of school, they join the military, they learn a bunch of skills in the military, and they leave the military and then use those skills. And a lot of people in our law enforcement come from the military. And there's a parallel there that makes complete sense. And so if you're going to be in the military and go into law enforcement, you can't afford to have stuff on your record that's wrong especially when it suggests that you have a criminal record, when you don't. And that's the most amazing thing about this, is that some people apparently served in the military honorably, were discharged honorably, went into another career, and a few years later somebody goes, oh, this thing popped up on your record. It turns out you've got a criminal record from your time in the military. You were arrested. And that would be news to you if you hadn't been arrested. So it's a crazy story. But it's from Fox News. Army injustice, thousands of soldiers and veterans slapped with a misleading criminal record saying they had been arrested when they hadn't been. Viking, Donna, and Joe, thanks for sending it. Questions or comments, put them below. Otherwise, talk to you later. Bye bye. Thank you for watching Leto's Law. Common sense is so rare, it's now considered a superpower.